Hi, and we are back with another episode of Peak Alpha Strobe Light Series, the very first for 2022. We hope the new year has begun well for you, and we wish that the new year is fun, enriching, and healthy. As you know by now, on the Strobe Light Show, we introduce you to Peak Alpha's family of customers, and even if we have to say so ourselves. They are quite an exciting bunch. We always hear of them going off into the mountains, waking up at the crack of dawn to photograph birds. Somebody is making beer. Somebody is predicting people's futures. Like I said, a very exciting bunch. And today's guest is no less interesting. He owns a store in Indranagar, Bangalore, and that's where I am at. But most of the things at the store are designed by him. Let's go see who he is. And also get ourselves some retail therapy on the side. Series. Thank you, Anupama. Thanks for having me. I can proudly claim that I introduced Karthik to uh, Peak Alpha, and uh, his life has changed to be become so much better after that, right? Yeah, I can say that the one good thing that Anupama did in her life was to introduce me to Priya Sundar and to Peak Alpha. That has definitely changed my life. Yes. Thank you, Karthik, on behalf of Peak Alpha. <laughs> But Karthik is more than a friend. He is the founder and principal designer at the Varnam Craft Collective, which works with artisans in Chennapatna to create a whole range of products. One of them is this. So he has a line of jewelry. He does lighting. He does home accessories. But I think Karthik is best uh, fit to tell you more about Varnam. So Karthik, tell us. This is not just a store, but Varnam is so much more. The Craft Collective, right? So what is it that you do? So Varnam is actually a social enterprise. We are a for-profit social enterprise that has been working for over a decade now in reinterpreting and reinventing the 200-year-old toy craft of Chanapatna. Chanapatna is very well known to people from all across India as a toy craft, and what we do at Varnam is to reinterpret this toy craft in multiple ways, as you can see around the store, to make it modern, contemporary. and more importantly to make it a part of your everyday life that's what we are known for yes right so um i know you're a computer engineer you have an mba you worked at radio stations you worked in a music company and now you work for an internet fiber fiber services company so what is it that drew you to the chanapatna craft um so i have always been interested in design Uh, i and music and i uh, i feel music art culture fashion uh, crafts they are all a very diverse part of what india stands for as a mix of uh, cultural diversity and i ob- obviously moved from one field into another doing things which excited me so i started with music i went on to radio then i worked with a jewelry design company and now i work in communication design with act fibernet but i've always also been interested in the crafts of india and especially the crafts of karnataka which i feel have never really got their due the chanpatna craft especially drew me to it because i've seen it in many exhibitions and i always felt that the craft was not 
represented to its potential and i felt it had a lot of potential to be worked upon uh, and uh, the colors the warmth the possibility of what the craft could be is what attracted me to it and of course it started as a passion project it still continues to be a passion project it started as a prototype project for fab india and then i slowly took off on its own baby steps one step at a time yeah so you're not a trained designer yes uh, and do you think this gives you a kind of advantage or a fresh perspective to look at uh, a 200 year old craft so when i started off i always used to feel i wish i had trained in design because then i could use the various softwares and i could perhaps have a different trained eye to look at it but uh, i now that i've been doing this for a decade and also having interacted with a lot of design students and designers i definitely feel my biggest strength and what makes me able to look at product design differently is my background in engineering i think engineering helps you brings a certain discipline and a certain form of analytical skills uh, and also looking at products in a 3d in a three dimension comes very naturally to us so i definitely think that my engineering background which i mean i thought then was perhaps a waste of a seed because i was just not interested in it but i definitely think my engineering background combined with my mba in marketing helped me not only design but also present and tell the story of the craft very differently yeah and i've seen that over the years your range has grown for example these are christmas ornaments that you've made and yeah. uh, this is something that you wouldn't see in coming from out of chennapatna right we yeah. had the traditional dasara yeah. gombe uh, very yeah. traditional toys yeah. but you extended uh, the line and you've got lighting so can you just take us through all the different products you have or yeah. at least some of the most popular products so chanpatna toys is a gi tagged craft which means it's a geographical indicator craft right. uh, which means that the craft is indigenous to chanpatna and if we have to use the word chanpatna toys then you have to make use of the raw materials and the craft people and it has to be produced in chanpatna now when i started with the craft uh, in 2011 to be precise everyone associated chanpatna with toys so it was always chanpatna toys and i felt that the skill sets and the craft lended itself beautifully to create other products so i started with lighting and that really took off very well then i started doing home and jewelry it was much later that i started designing toys because i felt that toys was a very very involved category and i needed to have a solid background in at least uh, uh, education and uh, with when with regards to kids and children so i only started doing toys much later when i was very comfortable with the craft so today we have more than uh, uh, a few hundred designs which spans across toys uh, home accents lighting and of course our most popular continue to be our christmas ornaments and uh, also our uh, unique approach to reviving a lot of the lost traditional dolls of chanapatna which today if you see a lot more units have started doing it but it had died down and i was among the first to start reviving a lot of these traditional dasara gombes of chanapatna so this is the christmas tree uh, decoration that you've done will you take us through some of the products that you've designed specifically for christmas yeah so uh, we've varnam is now come to be known for our signature white christmas tree and we just kept it very organic from branches and twigs that we find around and we just add our little character to it 
So uh, a lot of the ornaments here, in fact, all the ornaments here are not what Chanpatna traditionally does. So while you have the regular baubles and bells, we thought why not add a quirky twist to the whole Christmas affair. So for example, here you have like the little angel bell uh, that you see. Here's a little reindeer Rudolph, which is like a tree ornament. Uh, we have these bells, which are our popular, as we call it, tunti tuntas or, you know, the little animals. So this is a little, little frog bell. We have a little teddy bear. We have a little donkey and a mouse. Then we also have this owl bells. And uh, then we've created characters like these little elves. Uh, we have here a snowman. And that's another very popular snowman. And then we have this little uh, jar that you can use. So all of these are kept in mind uh, that people want to gift during Christmas. So uh, here we've created a little Xmas tree, but it's actually a bottle cork opener. So that becomes a great gift. And uh, so this tree is full of uh, at least 100 designs and ornaments. This time we also did these little vegetables that you can hang on. So this is Varnam's uh, home section. And I think these are your most famous towel, paper towel holders, right? Yes. I have one at home. Yeah, so just take us through. And these are your award-winning award design. So. Yeah, so uh, so obviously our most popular and one of our oldest designs is the, as we call it, the Kurvi paper towel holders, which is just essentially a little colorful, quirky thing to have your paper towels. And then this is called the Oingston, which is essentially um, a coaster set, which is inspired from a big toy. And this is actually won us an award as well. And uh, this is the other one, which has also been a crowd favorite, which is the Goobays. This is also an uh, coaster where you can, you open that out and you get coasters. Then this is something that we did recently. These are noodle or pasta jars. And uh, another popular one is this uh, wine bottle holder, as we call Snappy, the wine bottle holder. And uh, as you can see, there are flower vases. This is again extremely popular, which is these spice jars. You can keep spices in it. Um, and uh, then you have these little scoops that you can use. We have these bar accessories. We have cookie jars. We have salt and pepper shakers. So essentially a lot of things that people can use in the house. And it's fun and they make great gifts. So yeah, that's our interpretation of this toy craft in the home category. We're now at Varnam's uh, toy section. It's a collection of traditional toys interpreted uh, by Karthik uh, in his own interesting way. And also a lot of uh, educational toys, right Karthik? Yes. So uh, all the toys that we have done, uh, uh, they are not actually the traditional, traditional toys. They're all toys that I have created to uh, keeping in mind what the kids of today want to play with. So while we also have like this traditional uh, as we call it the quackers or the duck toy, which is done with uh, natural child safe colors. Or again, one of our very popular toys, which is uh, a Puff the Magic Dragon, because there was such a huge uh, interest amongst kids for uh, dinosaurs and dragons. So this is again another toy that we've created, which is extremely popular. So in addition to the push and pull toys, we've created board games. Uh, we've also created a lot of stacking toys. We've created toys that are inspired from Montessori. So this is again another toy, which is called the Rainbow Stacker, which is very popular amongst kids. It's a toy that's very Montessori friendly. Or we've created these little toys that uh, help kids to pick up their motor skills, which is a magnet toy that they can work with. 
um, you know so a lot of toys that we create are in a way original because it doesn't exist in the market but we've created them using the chanpatna craft we've created them using natural safe dyes and we've kept the modern context in mind when creating these toys for kids of today this is varnam's jewelry section you'll find necklaces bangles and a lot of uh, favorite designs here i think this is your trikon which is which is a very uh, popular design isn't it kartik yeah, yeah, and yeah and a variation from the usual chanapatna necklaces which are usually with the beads right yeah so yeah. chanapatna traditionally doesn't do uh, jewelry and even if they do it's just a string of beads put together so we decided to have uh, experiment with the forms and shapes and different so one is of course the trikon the other one is this which is another design which is simple and classic uh and of course what you're wearing which is a multi layered design this is another one which has become extremely popular and we call it the drops they are inspired from water droplets and uh the idea is to uh uh stay true to the craft and just work with the simplicity of the craft to create products we have a whole lot of designs in terms of necklaces here and we also started doing i also started working with the bidri craft which is another craft from karnataka and this is uh, an award winning project again for us which is called boonde which is inspired from the water drops and this is of course a brass and copper inlay on metal mm. so uh, yeah so that's some of the and then of course we work with a lot of uh, necklaces we have a lot of bangles um these are again with some of the new colors that we work with we started working with blues um so these are all jewelry pieces that uh, are extremely popular and uh, they continue to sell i mean unlike other pieces where people usually design jewelry and do collections most of our designs have been with us for years and people still continue to like it and i think that's a testament to what the purity of this craft is and the strength of this craft is so this is the section where we see varnam's shirts for men right and a few sarees that you've done too so will you take us to them kartik when did you get into making shirts so shirt started as a fun way to promote the story of chanapatna and i thought that when youngsters wear these shirts there's a little bit of curiosity about where is this craft from what is this and then the back story of the chanapatna toys comes so this is our little jumbos then we started doing with the little sea horses here uh we started doing our caterpillar toys so a lot of and this is our snail toy so initially it started as a fun project but then people started liking the men's shirt so much that we started creating other men's wear uh, the idea being to support uh the crafts of hand block printing and hand looms so we started working with ikats and then we also started doing uh gubes in terms of block prints so that what started as a little uh, fun project became uh one of our best selling and signature uh categories as well so these are uh varnam's lamps i think this is the your very first design isn't it kartik yeah so this is inspired actually from the south indian uh uh diya or velaka as we call and this is the first one of the first few designs that i did and it's 11 years and it still continues to sell it's a table lamp and another popular design of ours are we work with this khana from north karnataka gulirgur and where we combined these made lamp shades out of them and combined them with the chanpatna craft so these again are extremely popular and they are they continue 11 years on they still continue to do so this craft being a toy craft people don't look at it as lamps but as you can see we've created a series of table lamp bases and floor lamps and drop lamps and we've also created shades using fabrics from 
handloom fabrics from South India. These are from Andhra, ikats to create interesting lamps and table lamps, floor lamps, drop lamps. Another thing that we are very proud of is uh, flow lamps. Now the craft has a lot of limitations in terms of its length and dia. We worked around those limitations to create these almost four and a half feet flow lamps with the Chanpatna craft. And this is again, I would think it's an innovation in the craft that nobody did this before. So the craft, as you can see, lends itself very beautifully to various forms and genres including lighting. So this is Varnam's trophy wall, right? Uh, all the collection of the awards and trophies you won and this is your most recent one. So tell us about it, Karthik. Yeah, so these are some of the awards that we've got. But the most recent one which we got last year was by AICA or All India Arts Artisans and Crafts Association, which is a registered non-profit body that works with artisans from all across the country. And uh, we got this for uh, being the most uh, sustainable financial model during COVID, I think we were very quick to river to react to COVID because in March of uh, 2020 itself, I realized that this is going to be something that's going to last for a long time. So I started with closing down one of our stores because we re I realized people are not going to be coming into the store. And uh, also, uh, we uh, had took a decision to close down our store in Bombay, which was a collective between a few designers because people weren't walking into retail stores in Bombay. And we decided to keep this store on. And in order to support the store, we also quickly, I quickly moved on and revamped my entire website, went in for a new design and put a lot of focus in ensuring that it was stable. And uh, that really started taking off. So even during COVID, people started ordering online from our website, even though they couldn't come to the store. So I think our ability to react and move and pivot quickly to see, to cut off excess baggage and to see and ensure that our main focus was on the store and the website paid off. And this was this beautiful Buster um, Craft uh, Award that we've got is, uh, I think, a tribute to that. So this is an award you got for uh, the best financial and sustainable model for Varnam that you created. What about your own personal journey of finances with Peak Alpha? So I think as a South Indian, we have always uh, been taught to be a little frugal with our expenses and save. And that's something that I have personally learned from my father because he was a government officer and he believed in uh, saving every month and for me um, that discipline continued so while I do spend I also save and I think thanks to Peak Alpha and Priya I've been uh, able to look at um, finances a little more uh, with a zoomed in perspective and it definitely brings in a lot of uh, discipline to how I uh, look at my uh, keep my expenses in check every month and also to ensure that I do put away money every month, uh, whether it's for the future, whether it's for retirement and also definitely for travel, you know, since um, I like to travel every year. So to keep aside funds for that. So in that sense, Peak Alpha is definitely um, very hopeful for me because it's, uh, it's giving me a very, uh, what do I say, positive future uh, to plan for my retirement. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with you. I think as uh, being a customer of uh, Peak Alpha first and now an employee, I think uh, what it does is it gives you a sense of discipline and makes you look at your own finances, your spending in, in a very sort of, you know, zoomed out kind of a way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you said that this is a 200-year-old craft and you mentioned yes. also that it's a struggle for you to keep artisans to come back to the workshop, to stay committed to the craft when yes. there are other jobs available for them. 
So as somebody who has been working with this craft for the last 10, 11 years, and you know the challenges, what kind of external support do you like or have you got to sort of help you along your journey? So Varnam has been a very bootstrap enterprise and it started, I think the first few years, in fact, I had to pay mm, from my own salary. And that's one of the reasons why I continue to work in the corporate sector so that I uh, don't depend on this for a livelihood. But uh, we've been bootstrapped, but we've been self-reliant. We've been profitable. We're one of the few stores standing in Indranagar in spite of COVID because otherwise you will see a lot of two-let signs here. And I've been very, very uh, frugal in terms of keeping my expenses low and only focusing on ensuring that the artisans have a sustainable livelihood. But it's definitely a challenge because most of the artisans have moved on to uh, projects which are far more uh, sustainable for them. And I think what would really help is that if people looked at our Indian crafts and looked at organizations that like us and invested in organizations like us, to keep us sustainable because the very fact that in spite of being a small enterprise, we are profitable. It has a lot of potential to expand and to do well. And there are still so many people who don't know about our work nationally and internationally. And I think uh, definitely support in terms of uh, schemes from the government, uh, from uh, companies that look at for-profit for enterprises with a different eye because most often, in fact, every time CSR projects are focused at NGOs. And for some reason, being a for-profit enterprise is looked upon sus suspiciously. I think, I hope that viewpoint changes. Also, uh, we may not support thousands of artisans, but we affect the livelihood of many in the way we approach craft through design. Uh, so I feel that the lens that is used for supporting should not just be the numbers of artisans that you touch. Uh, it, they should also look at what difference you make to the craft. And let's not forget, uh, crafts is the second most income generating uh, sector in India after agriculture and we desperately need uh, uh, funding in terms of VCs, people who want to look at this as a profitable model and to look at something as giving back to the society. So I think that's very badly needed for us. A craft is a skill and expertise that few people have and many benefit from. Whether it is the craft of making toys and jewellery or it is the craft of wealth management, I think it is important to cherish and value it. And for that, Karthik, we appreciate you for having found new purposes with a 200-year-old craft for, uh, you know, for contemporary living. And uh, thank you also for being on the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And thanks to Peak Alpha for uh, taking your viewers, uh, giving your viewers a glimpse into the world of Chanpatna and the, the Gumbe Gala Uru, as we call it. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed the show. As always, I'll leave you with our email ID, hello at peakalpha.com. You'll find it below. Please mail us with your comments, suggestions and compliments. We'd love to hear from you. If you haven't already, please check us out on YouTube. We have a lot of the strobe light series there and we also have lots of educational videos from the Peak Alpha team. This show is now available as a podcast. So if you wish, you can listen to us as you're taking a walk or you're watching the sunset. So that's it from me. I'm wishing you and I'm joined by the Peak Alpha team to wish you a very, very happy 2022. Uh, wish you a very safe, healthy and happy new year. And I will see you next month. Bye.